Welcome to Roundhouse Roulette, a Walker, Texas Ranger podcast. Well, thank you for joining us for this extra special episode in which we will be doing, dare I say, a hashtag deep dive into our mailbag, as well as uh, we'll be unpacking and um, efforting some stats. My name's Evan Dalton. I'm here with my brother, Adam. What's a going on? And uh, fellow statistician, Mr. Bob Leahy. I'm all about them stats. Yeah, there should be some juicy ones, you know. So many numbers now. Our sample size is, is pretty huge right now. So we can really uh, sink our teeth into some, some real statistical uh, rigor here. But um, yeah, I guess before we uh, jump on into these stats, uh, Adam, you've been maintaining, cultivating, some would say, the uh, mushroom mushroom farm of our mailbag and uh, i've heard you've got some juicy nuggets is that true yeah and and uh most all these stats are sortable on our website roundhouseroulette.com so if you're looking for the episode with the most roundhouse kicks the most punches car chases explosions and our personal ratings for all the episodes we've done so far go on over to roundhouseroulette.com and shout out to our buddy austin lordson who's coded all that for us but uh before we dig into that let's head on over to cd's bar and grill to check the old mailbag wow fancy meeting you guys here yeah i'm just i'm glad to be at cd's i thought we might start out by uh checking the mailbag uh we actually got an email uh and for anyone interested in in reaching out to us with any complaints or concerns please uh send us an email at roundhouseroulette at gmail.com but uh, we heard from Maurice Winters. Evan, you want to check that out? Yeah, so Maurice, uh, he says, long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, not really. It's my second email. So you can call me Mo. Hey, we're on a, a nickname basis now. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, he's got a couple questions. First question, he's wondering if there's any way to rig the roulette. Hashtag JK. <laughs> he, he, he respects the integrity of the roulette. <laughs> But there's so many good episodes left, like the second episode with Danny Trejo. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get to that. Uh, he says in that one, uh, Trejo's character is barely in it, but Chuck Norris actually tries to act. And, um, you know, <laughs> we'll see how that how that pans out. <laughs> he also mentions that, uh, that there's one where Walker goes undercover as a principal and invites the power team to deliver a Christian message to the students. <laughs> using oh feats of strength. What? That's a Festivus miracle. <laughs> I know. Wow. And uh, he also is hoping for the roulette to select the Tobey Maguire episode. We've mentioned that one, where Tobey Maguire is a, a trailer park kid who uh, Walker, I, I believe in that episode, Walker stares down a rattlesnake, which is pretty epic. <laughs> There's also one apparently with a young uh, Giovanni Ribisi uh, where Trevette talks about a guy named Chuck Norris. Okay, so that's probably the one where uh, Trevette's reading off Chuck Norris's accolades to Walker. And then Walker corrects him on it. That's probably one. But <laughs> if it's another one where he is self-referential, that'd be even better. So. <laughs> mm. Well, I've seen the fourth wall get shattered when they turned on the uh, radio on a stakeout and the Walker theme song came on. My mind is still blown on that. So he's asking a, uh, a musical question here. Uh, he's wondering if we have any thoughts on the three opening themes 
He thinks the first one was the best, the second one was barely a theme, and the third one was a good example of Chuck Norris's massive ego. <laughs> I, I think I'm right there with him on that, on that analysis. <laughs> yeah, I really like the first one, but it, it does sound really 70s. It didn't really bring it into the 90s enough. I don't know. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's like 80s and 90s. Should we bring it up? Let's bring it up, man. Yeah, let's, yeah, sure. Let's bring it up. I mean, I'll I'll say the first one. It does, as you were saying, come across as extremely vintage and like an '80s buddy cop TV show, right? Uh, which I think it started out kind of like that, so mm. it fit. The second theme, agree with Mo. It was more like. Um, yeah i don't know what was going on there it's like some like native american uh sounds and spiritual stuff with like weird non-commitment to a theme i think that would that that would fit better with like a nighttime car chase in like law and order yeah i mean i didn't hate the second one it wasn't nearly as good as the other two it didn't have a good theme or a real hook, you know? Yeah, there was no hook. It wasn't catchy. And as Mo said, the third one is uh, an example of Chuck Norris's massive ego. Mm-hmm. And I think that that fits perfectly with the TV show. So they really settled in and, <laughs> and locked in on that third one. And, and uh, you know, I think it worked the best, really. So the third one is the best because it really encapsulates the show. It's over the top. It sounds a little more 90s. And having Chuck Norris sing his own theme song is insane. And that insanity is what is great about Walker, Texas Ranger. But I really love the first one. Um, it fits like the first season, but it doesn't. It wouldn't have followed all the way through, I don't think. Well, thank you, Mo, for the, uh, the kind insights and uh, the questions. Keep them coming. And uh, also, Mo mentioned that the movie Speed should be called vehicular transference it's probably not wrong there's a strong case there all right well we also heard from some fans per the passing of clarence gilliard uh on social media so yeah on uh, instagram here we heard from michael hatfield au is that saying he's australian i want to say he is um brockus the dog's owner from australia that dressed up as chuck norris that's right oh, that's nice right. Yeah. yeah shout out to mini brockus as well so he said, uh, thanks for the episode. It was, it was uh, awesome to hear you guys have a chance to reflect. Our household always cheered the loudest when Trevette got something cool to do. Uh, Gilliard brought out the best in Chuck with their on-screen chemistry, and it was those two together that made the show so special. No one lives forever, but luckily, Walker, Texas Ranger will. Well said, Michael. Amen. Yeah, Evan, we actually had two comments on our website. This is kind of incredible, because this really looks like a Walker, Texas Ranger... Uh, Facebook group. It looks like it wandered onto our website, which <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, is I think it's incredible. <laughs> That's what happened. Yep. You know, unfortunately, it took Clarence Gilliard's passing for them to find our website comment section. There, we kind of have a, a a page dedicated to him that we'll keep working on and updating Clarence Gilliard Jr. Remembered on our website. But we heard from two fans who I believe, yeah, are from the Walker Texas Ranger Facebook group. What they have to say, Evan. You know, only great things uh, about Clarence Gilliard and how much they're going to miss him. So Linda says, he will sure be missed and loved by all great man indeed bless you, R.I.P. great man. Prayers for your family and friends all 
Amen. Kathy said, I loved what he brought to the Walker, Texas Ranger show. It seemed like Walker and him were best buds. Yeah, that's what we, we were kind of reflecting on. It, his enthusiasm was, was palpable, and he definitely brought a lot to Walker. Yeah, moving on to the news. Uh, Chuck always seems to have something coming out around Christmas, and this year is uh, no different. Ev, can you check out this uh, headline here, man? Mm, awesome. All right, so I'm going to translate this in the realm of someone who hasn't played a video game and maybe a decade. Um, if you play the video game Crime Boss Rocky City, <laughs> it features Chuck Norris, and he seems to be dressed like a Texas Ranger uh, in this image. Uh, it also features Danny Trejo. Uh, apparently, it also features Vanilla Ice, which I can only assume is the okay. Vanilla Ice from Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Use. But... And Kim Basinger, I think. Okay, then. Yeah, I mean, this thing's got them all. I mean, all the A-listers. Yeah, it takes place in the early 90s at some some game, but I wanted to watch the trailer with you guys. So, okay, so what did we just watch here? I'm not a big gamer either, but that reminded me a lot of those Grand Theft Auto games. You go walk around and rob stuff, and you might get arrested by Chuck Norris and run into Vanilla Ice running some strip bar or something. That's what it looked like, right? Pretty much, yeah. Apparently, the sheriff in the video game is Chuck Norris, so if you lose, he's probably going to come kick your ass. It sure would seem so, yeah. yeah. I mean, the trailer for this video game is him doing a roundhouse kick to the camera, so I got to approve of that, but I got to say, I'm not a big video game person either. Well, if any of you out there have your uh, GameCube or your PlayStation, you can uh, <laughs> pick, pick up your uh, your Sega CD, you can pick up your Crime <laughs> Boss rock a city and uh maybe just maybe you'll you'll encounter chuck norris within the realm of the game i would recommend you you just watch walker texas ranger instead of playing any video games honestly agreed a while back i was on the walker texas ranger facebook group and i found a sponsorship that looks like it was from the 70s that chuck norris did and we might as well talk about it now and this is i guess like out of a magazine or something Nice. <laughs> Looks like Chuck Norris is trading his, his karate gi for uh, a karate shishi in the form of some silk pajamas. This looks like it was a sponsored ad in a magazine. It's called Bedtime Kicks. Karate World Kingpin Chuck Norris takes on the latest in sleep loungewear. <laughs> it looks like a gi slash uh pajamas yeah it looks pretty comfy though you you can bet that's uh yeah you can bet that's probably some sort of satin maybe and he's doing an in-air kick in these in the shot in the you gotta first be able one, to right? move you gotta Sorry, be able to a, move it is a quote loose fitting cotton tone on tone v-neck pajama lounging top with back yoke and side slash What's a back yoke? Is that where you open up to take a dumper? <laughs> Remember those in the cartoons? You know, the guys that always have those one-piece pajamas with the with the back door? The mud flap. Yeah, the mud flaps. I'm pretty sure the back yoke is uh, so that the seam is not directly on top of your shoulder. And so there's a seam oh. on, the, on the upper part of your back as opposed to there being a, a seam running across the shoulder of your neck. So this next one, he's got like a... A red, blue, and yellow one? That's a little elaborate for sleepwear, don't you think? 
Yeah. No way, dude. I mean, <laughs> well, okay, okay. I think you get all bunched up with all that stuff. I mean, the first one's one thing, but Bob, I, I think if you're wearing that uh, that blue number, I think the sleep of sleepwear is in quotations. Okay, okay, I see where you're going there. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. He doesn't make it look very comfortable. He's doing all these kicks. Well, I mean, he just wants to show that you know there's room to do karate while you're sleeping. I mean, if you get up on the wrong side of the bed, <laughs> he'll be waiting there to kick you in the face. <laughs> Norris gets his front kicks from two three-quarter length lounging outfits that include a polyester slash cotton robe with patch pockets and drop shoulders, mm-hmm. plus piping on the lapels and cuffs. $47. This reminds me of Jay Peterman. <laughs> it is. It's like the... forty-seven ninety-five. <laughs> The other one, what's a tough guy like Norris doing in a striped polyester cotton <laughs> cotton box pajama with piping on, on a contrasting notch collar, lapels, cuffs, and breast pocket with pants that have a drawstring waist? Oh, he's delivering an open-handed low block and doing anything else he wants to. Twenty-eight fifty. <laughs> 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 wait, 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 wait. What's this? What? Uh, 380 what is it on the right the one on the right is 380 dollars what's that that's made out of silk you know it's the real deal norris is really smoking as he demonstrates a flying sidekick in a persian print silk knee-length smoking jacket with contrasting rolled lapels cuffs brush pocket and sash 380 dollars oh my god this is it's like the uh the chuck norris j peterman catalog i love it this will be on the on the website for this uh, podcast page for sure for people to check out. This is just, I just was kind of blown away by this. I kind of want to buy a pair of like five hundred dollar pajamas just to see, you know, what's that like? Right. I I mean, that's I amazing. Bet it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a big difference than uh, than the pajamas that you have now for sure. As the advertisement says, Bob, sleeping in a t-shirt and undershorts may be fine for the boys at boot camp. <laughs> Jeez. If you want to be a real man's man. (laughs) Wear wear some Persian print silk pajamas and do some ninja kicks. (laughs) I mean, even on the first page, those are 80 bucks. And that's before inflation. I mean, this is early 80s, late 70s, I'd say. Oh, for sure. So $380 now, but it's it's a Persian print silk. Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I, how we, I can't believe this exists. Before we get into our stats here and take a real deep dive into the into the world of Walker, sorry, the wide world of Walker watching, uh, <laughs> we'd love to give a shout out to uh, one of our Etsy supporters, uh, Deirdre, who ordered some sick action figures off our Etsy shop. Um, if you guys are interested in ordering some of those, you know, we cannot guarantee that this will get to you um, before the holiday season because... This podcast will come out probably after the holiday season, but <laughs> uh, you know, That's if true. you've got an Etsy gift card for Christmas, oh, there you go. It's the way to go, right there here. You go. But it's linked through our website, RoundhouseRoulette.com, um, and we want to give a shout out to uh, Deidre for picking up the Chuck Norris undercover agent action figure, as well as the Chuck Norris kung fu training gi figure. She paid for two months of hosting for us here uh, to. Uh, keep the podcast up so uh we appreciate the support 
All right. Well, let's dig into the stats here, man. What do we got from another year of of uh, cataloging all the action that is Walker Texas Ranger, Evan? I mean, there is there's so much to dig into, really. I mean, I, you know, there there's definitely some interesting ones. The ones I'm most interested in are things like you know the opening credits. For those who don't know, one of the hallmarks, and I mean that literally and figuratively, because uh, Walker was on the Hallmark Channel for a while, correct? <laughs> no um, doubt. Yeah. <laughs> one of the hallmarks of a Walker episode is that um, you can come back from two or three commercial breaks, and they're still playing credits. Right, producer and all that stuff is still rolling through scenes. Yeah, like important scenes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's definitely looking like there's a, a significant trend towards the credits happening later and later. And that means that um, those credits typically go after the opening teaser. And so the opening teasers kind of get longer and longer as the, as the episodes get more Convoluted. I don't want to use. There it is. I was going to say I don't want to use the term complicated because that's implying that there's like intricacies. It, I think convoluted is better. <laughs> um, and yes, there's a significant trend towards longer periods of time where you can see the opening credits, which is which is pretty fun as the seasons go on. Uh, at this point, we've seen uh, and reviewed 61 episodes of the 200 Walker episodes, which is pretty incredible. Um, which means that we have cataloged 84 explosions, 147 fights. <laughs> We've witnessed 109 roundhouse kicks, and unfortunately, only 31 car chases. Mm. It's re- really pretty mm. sad. What's the fight per episode? What's our batting average there? <laughs> what is it? 100. Let me get the calculator. Uh, out. Fights per episode? It's over two. <laughs> How many fights was it? 147 divided by 62. So probably like 2.1 or something. 2.37. Oh, all right. 2.37. All right. It usually happens during the shakedown yeah. uh, mid-episode. <laughs> they had a fight. And then at the end, the big Batman fight with the pow Biff bangs at the end. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, I, I also looked at sort of how uh, all these different stats, so roundhouse kicks, fights, car chases and explosions have sort of changed over time roundhouse kick seems all over the map honestly it seems like early on there weren't as many roundhouse kicks and as it sort of became a signature around sort of season six and seven they kind of threw a few in every episode things like explosions that one's fairly consistent except for blown apart which had 14 explosions so that one really kind of (laughs) That kind of messes up any of the stats. (laughs) (laughs) Interestingly, uh, fights goes along for quite some time, kind of around an average of two and a half or three fights per episode until around the final seasons in which it really steps up and there's maybe one extra fight an episode <laughs> and i'm thinking that's that's actually reflected in like sydney and gage right they need so the other to do. yeah yeah the other the other rangers coming in and doing an extra fight to sort of add more action like that episode black dragons that we rated pretty highly was like one big fight and it was awesome yeah so i think that's why we like that one so much. yeah it was pretty good and vehicle chases it's pretty consistent it's it's either doesn't happen or there's one there are only a few episodes where there's more than one uh, vehicle chase. 
So, you know, there's all of that. That's all fun. What, do, you say, have a, do you have a metric on uh, all four happening in the same episode? Yeah. <laughs> all right. That'll, um, next year, we'll have to check that out because that's like the Walker hat trick. That would be yeah. the sweet spot. And I'd be curious how they rate if he hits all explosion, roundhouse kick, fight, car chase. Does that mean it's a good episode? Okay. So I'm looking at one right now. Let's see. This is this is from season eight, Safe House. Okay. It's got uh, two fights, three roundhouse kicks, three explosions, and uh, two car chases. <laughs> <laughs> wow we, we rate that one we rated that one an average of eight so that's pretty darn good yeah um oh man and the one black dragons which you were talking about had six fights in it uh <laughs> three roundhouse kicks an explosion and a car chase and we gave that one an 8.33 so <laughs> that's one of the higher uh rankings that we've ever given um yeah Conversely, the worst episode ranking we've ever given, that was in the last year, that was for Division Street. That's the one with Hulk Hogan. Oh. Yeah. That one's got zero explosions, one fight, no roundhouse kicks, and no car chases. We gave that one a 1.67. Okay, out of 10. Uh, out of 10, yes. Out of, out of 10 boots to the face. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, I mean, that was really also depressing because, you know, Hulk Hogan, it was promising some big stuff and it was a whiff. Right. Like, I was expecting him to throw someone through a window at the very least. Instead, he gets clocked in the back of the head and passes out. And finds God. uh, He finds God in in prison and uh, then spends the rest of the episode fixing a a stereo. Yeah, kind of, you know, I mean, I'm glad all those, he was doing all those things. I'm glad he found God. I'm glad he was able to fix the stereo, but to each their own, and that's good. But, I mean, this is a Walker, Texas Ranger episode, and if you don't get those stats up there, you're, you're not going to chart well on the uh, Boots of the Face score. I know. Pick up a chair, hit someone with it. Come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You just say, hey, this is in the name of God. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, as part of our second stats roundup, We've continued to remain consistent on one thing, which I think is affirmation about what we're doing correctly here. So the three of us may vary wildly in our uh, ratings of episodes. Like in this past year, Adam actually gave out his first perfect score um, in his 10 boots to the face for Sons of Thunder Part 1, I believe. I like hot air balloons. I love them. (laughs) And uh, our boots to the face ranking... It kind of is consistent. There's no obvious trend throughout the seasons, which is really cool. This is our overall pooled ranking between the three of us. We kind of like episodes all throughout the series. It's not like earlier ones are better from our entire perspective. Now, the three of us may vary in that. But the coolest thing is that on average... Over the 61 episodes, our average roundhouse ranking score is 5.3. And it's like, well, who's the most difficult judge? Who's who's the most skeptical of these episodes? And our average scores for all the episodes are 5.3, 5.3, and 5.3. <laughs> now, is that just the year? Is that everything up to this point? That's up to this point. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's all over the map. We're airing on liking the show. Just barely. <laughs> but just barely. <laughs> Point three. 
Yeah, well, I just, I think that's very fair. Like, that's an average score, right? And if you look at the episodes, I mean, individually, there are barely any of that that we all have the same score. Right. So the fact that our right. averages all come out the same is Yeah. Is and we, I might surprising. add Black Dragons. Did we have the same score for that one? Or Safe House or Black Dragons? Which one we had all the same on that? Patriot was all eights, and Blown Apart was all nines. Yeah, Blown Apart was all nines for sure. And yeah. is Blown Apart, Blown Apart is still our, our highest rated episode right now, right? It is. Yeah, it's a nine. I think that's really interesting that even though we only, you know, there's usually a range of maybe two roundhouse kicks to the face or something on an episode, but like uh, Soldiers of Hate, I gave it a one and uh, Adam gave it a six and we still come out in the end of the uh, the 61 episodes at this point and we've all basically almost virtually are tied in our average score, which is really interesting. So we're right down the middle. I love it. Okay. It's very cool. So our final average roundhouse score for each episode, combining our three reviews, you know, should should give a good metric to people looking for the the good episodes, right? Of Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, it really should. If our overall average score were a seven, then that means that we skew towards loving every episode. And we can't love every episode because, you know, we've got to be impartial in our judgment of the show. So we want our rating to mean something. If you're looking for the best episode of Walker, Texas Ranger, we're doing the work for you here. But yeah, if we just praise everything, it's meaningless. Mm-hmm. You know, we're watching the bad ones. So you don't have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, so final thoughts, closing out the year. We appreciate you guys hanging in with us as we, you know, struggled this year to get our lives back on track with with normalcy. And um, we're pledging to you to try to be a little more steady with the podcast in this coming year. We just appreciate your support and hope you've been having fun enjoying the ride. To close us out here, what is our top-rated episode? Top-rated episode remains unseated, and that is Blown Apart. Excellent episode. And as you mentioned, our worst episode was the one with Hulk Hogan. What was that called? That's a Division Street. You can find both of those episodes on our podcast, and you can formulate your own opinion and let us know about it. Yeah, let us know if we're off base here. Uh, What currently holds the record for most roundhouse kicks per episode? I got that as uh, In the Name of God. Oh, that was a great one where Alex is kidnapped by the cult. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah, clocks how in many, at 11, 11, 11 roundhouse, roundhouse kicks. kicks. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a fun one. Um, all right, uh, explosions is obviously blown apart. Fourteen explosions, legendary. Next uh, highest is five. Uh, the episode Iceman. So not oh, even the, close. He was a mad bomber in that, but he couldn't compete with the other mad bomber in uh, blown of, apart. Of, of course. And uh, if if vehicle chases are really your thing, then you should check out Behind the Badge, which not only has a car chase and a uh, car <laughs> moped chase with the most <laughs> amazing stunt work I've ever seen. A uh, man lands a moped onto a dirt bank and completely just crumples. And they <laughs> through some perhaps clever editing you're left wondering what happened to that person um but before you can even answer that question uh the chase has progressed uh onto speedboats so that's pretty sweet and and trevette does a vehicular transference speedboat to speedboat 
excellent. So yeah, I mean, it kind of is a uh, a car chase uh, lover's dream there. And most fights per episode is in what? That's uh, Black Dragons. We talked about how awesome that episode was. Again, shout out to Austin Lauritsen who programmed this. It's all sortable on our website, all these stats, um, and we'll continue to update it this coming year, roundhouseroulette.com. I believe currently it it uh, shows up better on a computer browser, but we're, we're working on getting it mobile friendly for you guys, so it's a little more sortable. All right, well, thank you guys for hanging out. We'll get another podcast out to you. The Brotherhood is coming up next, and uh, that's going to be fun. But we hope you all have an awesome holidays and appreciate you hanging out with us, uh, Bob. Well, until next time, may, may the, the eyes, eyes of, the, of ranger the ranger be upon you. When you're in Texas, look behind you. Oh, because that's where the ranger's going to be.